and welcome again, fellow NLP, natural light providers, bringing light in our natural power to the world of work and life. Friends, last week we talked about perceptual positions and who the four people in four different positions are in our communication loop. Person number one, ourselves. Person number two, the person we're talking to. Number three, a neutral objective third party. And number four, the team or the collective. By knowing who they are, we are able to tame our negative emotions around them in high-heat conversations. So we are focusing more on the skills of empathy, listening, mindfulness, and creative problem-solving. Let me talk about cues or clues that you will need in order to validate in which position you are viewing a situation from. And for each position we take, we express unique language patterns. First position is you. Standing in your own physical space, in your own physiology, in your own habitual body posture, in your own energy, emotions, and thinking patterns. You are always, usually in most cases, in that position. When fully invested or associated in the first position, you use words like me, I, myself, when referring to your own feelings, perceptions, and ideas. In first position, you are going through the experience of the communication from your own perspective, seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, and smelling everything that is going on around you and inside of you in that experience from your own body. In person number one, you find yourself asking questions like, how do I perceive the world from my own perspective? What is my take on this subject? What do I hear, see, feel, and say from my own point of view? How did I react to it or how am I reacting to it? And what is my body experiencing? Now let's go to second position. Second position is being able to assume another person's perspective within the interaction. And if there is more than one person in the interaction, there may be multiple second positions. Now this position is a temporary information gathering position in which you shift to another person's space, taking on his or her physical posture and worldview, emotions, energies, and so on as though you were that person. You see, hear, feel, taste, and smell what the communication loop is like from the person's point of view. Like for example, we say here, walk a mile in his or her shoes, sit on the other side of the desk, etc., etc. In second position, you consider or understand another person's perspectives experiences or motivations before making a judgment about them. You will be experiencing the world through another person's eyes, thoughts, feelings, beliefs, etc. And in this position, you will get out of yourself and be associated into another person. That's enlarging, isn't it? You will address your first position self as you, as opposed to I or me, using second person language. Temporarily updating your point of view with another person's point of view is a fantastic way of evaluating how effective you are on your side of the communication loop. Now, here are just questions in person number two to give you an idea if you are operating in this space. Questions like, how do I perceive the world from another person's perspective? From the other person's filters, biases, value system, decisions, conclusions, judgment, and I forget my own value systems and beliefs and so on. What do I see, hear, feel, and say from the perspective of the other person? How do you think he felt? Why should that be? How does he or she experience that? Etc. Etc. Now, after you have stepped into another person's perspective, 
it is important to make sure you return to yourself fully, cleanly, and with information which will aid you in your communication. You have been enlarged and updated by new information as a result of adopting a more flexible behavior in your communications. It's just great, isn't it? Now let's go to the next and the third position or the observer position. Observer position puts you temporarily outside of the communication loop in order to gather information as though you were a witness to and not a participant in the interaction. Now you become less defensive, quite relaxed in this situation. This is actually a learning state. In this position, you will see, hear, feel, taste, and smell what the communication loop is like from the position of an interested but neutral observer who will not gain or lose anything from the results of your decision. Hence, he is not invested, is not judging, and you feel safer. You will use third-person language such as he, she, when referring to persons you are observing. Isn't person number three a great way to balance off the interaction? It might be highly charged from person number one and person number two, and this is a welcome break. There is finally a balance of behaviors in the loop. The information gathered from this perspective can be taken back to your own first position and used along with the information gathered in second position to assist in enhancing the quality of your state, your interaction, and relationship within the communication and hence makes you more responsive and more mindful in the process. In the third position, you say what you see. You act as if you don't understand anything or know any history about it. You know nothing about it and you just perceive it. We call this in NLP the NERC state. You are like an alien who know nothing. You look at the matter from the perspective of a fly on the wall, an alien or a mentor, and you can see it all and you don't think anything of it. And you can ask the questions, what do you take away with you from this? What advice will you give him or her? And finally, fourth position involves a combination of the other three perspectives, creating the sense of being the whole system, with person number one, person number two, and person number three being just parts of the whole. Your experience is part of a collective, so it is a big deletion to forget the field or the system or the team. This will be expressed by using language patterns like we, us, together, everyone. Fourth position is essential for producing a mindset where you care for the collective, or what we call as team spirit. My daughter will always celebrate our wins when we agree over something difficult or something so nuanced and say, yay, team spirit, we are best, Africa is best. You may notice that when you talk to people, you use a lot of I or me words. Effective communication believes that you don't matter. It's not that you don't matter. It's that when you keep putting the attention on yourself, you lose the essence of your message and make it all about you. Ever heard of people telling you it's not about you? When you get this feedback, go person number two and practice empathy and rapport. You need to connect to the other person's emotions and thought processes without necessarily being that emotion or thought. By updating your information with person number two and three perspectives, you widen your data points to include what's best for others and the group. So when you are stuck in one perspective, be intentional in shifting perceptual positions through changes in language cues. For example, 
Let's say a person is leading a heated, fired-up meeting and one of the members of that team is being so critical of an idea or action plan and says something like, you know what, I don't think this will ever work and this is really just a waste of our time. And that is a very strong first position reaction. The leader could help recover the situation by taking a more mindful position by saying, you know what, I understand you have some big concerns about this. How do you think we can approach it in a way that will work? And the leader was using person number two approach, and it makes the disagreeing party feel seen, heard, and held. To encourage the critical individual to go to second position, the leader could say, hey, put yourself in my shoes, or one of the other team members for a moment. What reactions do you think I would have to your concern? How is your position going to affect the timelines of these plans? To access deeper wisdom and guide the person to an observer, person number three position, the leader could suggest, you know what, imagine you were a hired consultant for this team. What ways would you suggest for them to work together more effectively? You can also do this when you're interacting with your child who is upset over a digital curfew, which means he or she can't use technology like video game, tablet for a certain period of time. You can make your child take person number two perspective, which is your perspective. You can ask, in what specific circumstances will it be okay for me to give you another 30 minutes? Or ask person number four perspective, how will changing the digital curfew affect the sleeping time of the other people in our family? The ability to switch points of view and take multiple perspectives of a situation or experience is a key element of one's inner game of performance and one we should really take charge of more. I will see you again in the next episode of The Awakener, where we get to talk more about NLP and peak performance. I am very excited to share with you more ways on how we could be best and feel our best. And always remember, without change, Something sleeps inside of us and seldom awakens. The sleeper must awaken. And every day, in every way, don't ever forget to always, always stay awake. I'll see you again next week.